This is the BT Rio Chapter Podcast, episode 30, talking with a content editor and book author. I'm your host, Stefan Hughes, and today we'll be talking authoring in ELT. In time, the demand teachers are even more resourceful. Staying on top of your development and acquiring new skills have become mandatory. So our guest today will be talking a bit about her experiences with book writing, content editing, and material design. She's an English teacher at local and state schools. She's content editor, materials writer. She holds an MA in Applied Linguistics from the Federal University of Rio. Let's welcome Flavia Minel. Hi, Flavia. Hello, Stefan. Good afternoon. Hi. Uh, thank you. Thank you for the invitation to be here. Yeah, 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 of course. So we're glad to always have, you know, teachers, especially based in Rio, because this is the Rio chapter podcast, you know, for people in Rio. But, you know, hearing their teachers' stories and um, giving you a chance to talk and share your experiences is important, I think. You know? Sure. So, mm-hmm. Definitely. All yeah. right. So how have you been these, these six, seven months or more, I think, surviving this pandemic? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, well, uh, it, it has been a challenge because uh, I, I've had the opportunity to uh, plan lessons and record lessons for mm-hmm. both places where I work. Okay. But at the same time, it has been a challenge. But at the same time, I enjoy challenges. Right. And I enjoy learning new things. Oh, yeah. And uh, right now I'm feeling proud of, of myself of having been able to learn so many new things. You should. You should give yourself a round of applause, definitely. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Uh, I think a lot of teachers are feeling that way right now, especially we come into the end of the year. Um, you know, and I think I tell a lot of teachers that they should really applaud themselves for what they have done. Um, because everybody had to reinvent themselves, basically, you know? Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, we had to, you you came up, it was an emergency situation, so there was no way you could really um, plan all of that in time to really help the students, so we had to be inventive, creative, resourceful, etc. Yeah, that's right. Uh, We we couldn't see this coming and look how far we've come. Look how far we've come, look how much we've done, right? Okay. Great. Well, speaking of which, you've been, I mean, for many years, been working with uh, content editing and writing books and materials. So how has that experience helped your classroom experience? Because you told me that you, you didn't really move away from the classroom. Oh, sorry? You didn't really move away from the classroom because a lot of people, when they get into materials design, sometimes they don't mm-hmm. teach anymore, but you kept yeah. teaching, you know? Yeah, so, yeah that's, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when, I, when I first started uh, editing, I had already had an experience teaching lessons, teaching teenagers mainly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was able to use much of this experience uh, within my work, right. which right. was very enriching. Mm. So much of uh, many of my practices into the classroom uh, was used in, uh, into the materials uh, right. I was able to, to write. So it was very it was very useful and very good. It was a very good experience. 
um, I was able to learn a lot. Great. So you could make that crossover between the first-hand experience and, you know, maybe uh, uh, more professional, well, not professional, but maybe putting things into text, um, making it into material that relates to people's other teachers' experiences and context, I think. Yeah, exactly, because when you are in the classroom, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you have this possibility of um, uh, knowing a little bit more what things can work out, what things don't work very mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. Um, the interests and needs of students of that age. So right. it, it becomes a little bit easier to think about activities and procedures and practices that can be used in the material. Yeah, definitely. All right. So then, um, what do you what do you think would be important? Why then should teachers uh, try their hand? And teachers, to a certain extent, always create materials, but why mm-hmm. go specifically into publishing or content editing? Why? Well, um, I think it's um, it's an opportunity for you to have um, a general view of the whole process. Mm-hmm. Because when you are when you are planning your lesson, of course, it's a very good moment, and you learn a lot. At least I can speak from my own experience. Right. I learned a lot while I was planning my lessons as a teacher when I didn't have the experience of uh, editing materials. Okay. Uh, it made me reflect, think about my practices uh, before the lesson itself. During the lesson, because mm-hmm. I had the lesson planned with me, so it was automatic. I, I knew exactly what things were going well and the things that were not going so well, mm-hmm. and afterwards as well. So it was a, a, a whole process going on of reflection, of reflecting on my practice. But when it comes to editing materials, of course, we are thinking about our, our wider audience. Mm-hmm. So we need to think about that level in particular, but we have to think about uh, all the classes that are going to be uh, using that material. Right. So we need to have this overall view mm-hmm. of the whole thing. True. So I think it's a very uh, uh, worthwhile experience. I think everybody should try. <laughs> to try it. Could you give the idea, as you said, the general and the specific, right? Exactly. But you get to see... Uh, the overview, but understand that there are lots of possibilities and possible uh, contexts and maybe realities that might not be the same or maybe the same. Yeah, yeah because um, the thing is, uh, sometimes we, we plan an activity that works really well with our mm-hmm. own group, right. but this same activity won't be so suitable for other groups outside our own context. Right. So it's a very good exercise. It's a very good reflection as well. It's very good practice uh, being able to produce materials. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, okay. And well, should I think you think the teachers need to have some kind of certification before they venture into the world of publishing? Do they need to do anything um, that would help them for that? Well, um, it's not a obligatory you know compulsory mm-hmm. but if you can if they can take a course in materials editing right. it's very helpful because mm-hmm. there are lots of stages involved in designing materials mm-hmm. from the concept stage 
until the end where, where you have to follow the revision stages and, and so on. So I think that teachers can, there is uh, any possibility of their taking this kind of course, it's very helpful. And with uh, any course, that you, well, let's say, way would you recommend they do it or online? Probably, I think there are probably many online. I don't know if you could mention any. Yeah, there, there, there are many possibilities online. Hmm? And um, uh, there is one, um, I don't know if it's uh, taking place, if it's hmm. still taking place, but there's one in uh, FGV, mm -hmm. oh, nice. uh, which is intended. Uh, for people who are interested in, in developing materials, okay. uh, there are many there are many uh, journals as well that you can uh, follow. Right. They they give lots of suggestions on webinars and seminars that you can take as well. So there are many many interesting possibilities. And of yes. course, uh, uh, on service training. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Uh, that's it. In the go, as they say, on the go. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's Very right. nice. Great. Well, with, with that in mind, then, what advice would you give then to these teachers? Because you mentioned, of course, I'm taking these courses, but is there anything else you think they should really pay attention to, especially teachers who are starting, you know, and they want to specialize in materials and authoring books and so on? Uh. I think that one of there are many things that we can consider, but especially being being curious, okay. um, uh, being eager to, to listen to um, what others have to say, and being eager to work collaboratively, mm -hmm. listen to to other professionals in the in the area. Because as I said, materials design is does not happen only with the content editor, but it happens with all professionals involved, such as um, designers, art designers, illustrators, and uh, text editors, the authors themselves. Mm -hmm. So be ready to listen to, 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 these, to these people because uh, we learn a lot. Right. Uh, and we uh, get informed about everything that happens together in collaboration. So I think that this is one of the most important things, being curious and being eager to listen. Okay. So as to learn. <laughs> Great. You mentioned that and well, I'm curious too, because you mentioned the stages. How many stages would you uh, are there normally in the whole process um, of, of this, wow. you know, book materials and but creating content, what are the stages? Oh, there are many stages involved and the, the curious thing about it is that they don't usually happen one after the other. Oh. They happen simultaneously. Okay, so you can have them going on at the same time. <laughs> yeah, in most uh, cases they do happen at the same time. Right. Uh, it, it all happens with the concept of the, the conceptual framework of the material yeah. in which we, we, we have the chance to discuss the possibilities of the material, the age range, the, 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 the audience, the target audience, the, the aim of the material, mm -hmm. um, general guidelines right. are going to, to guide the, the, the design mm -hmm. of the material. This is the, one of the first things. Uh, we have this conceptual mm -hmm. stage going on. This is the first one. 
And oh. then simultaneously we have we can have focus groups, focus discussion groups with the with the um, uh, people who are going to be using the material, such as teachers and students. I guess this is one of, one of the most important stages because the more you listen to them, the more you can create material that right. is relevant. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it informs, uh, right? It informs you and gives you much more insight, right? Of, of what course, you need to because, yeah, we need to understand what's going on, what, what's going on in the classroom, mm -hmm. uh, what teachers need, what uh, their needs are, the students' needs are as well, what they like, what themes and topics they would like to talk about. Um, meanwhile, we, we can have some research in the market to see what's going on as well in other publishing published materials. And this is a very important phase as well. Right. Wow. And then we, we have the the um, the structure of the material. We design the, the units, how many units, um, the sections of the material. Uh, how many features and things like that, based on based on what we have discussed in the, mm -hmm. the previous stages. And what I find interesting is that uh, if anything changes in one of these stages, maybe it will have an impact on mm -hmm. what is going to happen afterwards and what happened before. Whoa. So it's like a domino. You know? <laughs> domino, there's a domino effect, right? Yeah, it has a domino effect. So I think this is also very important for the editor to pay attention to. Okay. Because one thing influences the other. So there are there are many stages. And then there is the, the, the design of the first, the sample unit, um, which will serve as a model for the okay. material. Great. And then, uh, yeah, and then, um, we, we start thinking about authors and, and people to, to, to make this happen, to start writing and the mm -hmm. units themselves. And, um, yeah, and, and, the, and the design of the material, the visual, yeah? mm -hmm. the, how, we, how it is going to look. Yeah, it's the whole thing, idealizing yeah, yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. And then, um, if possible, we, we also have the, the piloting stage in which we, we take a sample, we need to be tested in the, in the, the context. Um, mm -hmm. We are planning to use the material. And then the, the writing starts, yeah? And then the, 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 the units come to the editor for, for, for him or her to make the edition, to make uh, the adjustments, necessary adjustments. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a, a long process. Wow, long and winding road. <laughs> long and winding road, yeah, yeah, until the final, yeah. Then it goes to the to the uh, revision and the the, the text yes. editor for adjustments for wow. corrections. Impressive. But it's a very it, it's it's very uh, rewarding to see the, <laughs> the material when it's finally. Uh -huh. Done. Yeah, when, when, you, when you see the baby finally being born, right? It's yeah. like you know, your, it's your baby, your product. Uh huh. That's it. Nice. Very As nice. I said, it, uh, it's it's um, 
multi-dimensional, let's say, process because everybody's involved and okay. we learn a lot. Wow. Okay. Impressed. Uh, I mean, just listening to that, uh, okay, I kind of got tired, but impressed. <laughs> Very nice. It sounds messy, but nice at the same time. Um, dynamic, I think, because it does give you the sense of, you know, being involved and you have to be on your toes, right? Which is great. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, okay. that's, um, it's, it's, as, as I said, it, one thing uh, has an impact on the other, so we have to have this overall view of the thing so, so that we don't miss anything right. or try as much as we can not to miss a thing. Not to miss a thing. <laughs> true, true. Okay. Well, that was wonderful. Very good advice. Uh, well, where can we find you online? Do you, you know, is there somewhere people can contact you, like an email or social media contact where people yeah, can find you? Um, mm -hmm. I have the, the email, fmiguel. Mm -hmm. fmiguel, uh -huh. at email? Mew, the number. Oh, okay, the number. I like that's right. Uh-huh. At? Uh-huh. Um, Gmail. Okay, great. All right. And anyway, anything? Yes, it's, uh, on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So we can find you on Facebook as Flavio Miguel. Yep. Yes. Great. Well, that's it. Thank you very, very much, Flavia. This was really good talking to you again. And I mean, it's been a while since we talked. So it's good to have you here on the program for this podcast episode. Good. So very good to hear from you. Thank you for sharing your, wow. you know, a little bit of your insight here with us. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation once again. It was very nice being being able to talk about um, this experience, my experience, and it was very very nice talking to you again. Oh, wonderful. All right. <laughs> so that's it, everybody. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Podcast number thirty authoring an ELT. Hope you enjoy it. Please stay tuned and keep following us on Instagram as well. And, you know, you can send us messages. You can reach Flavia at fmiguel1000 at gmail.com or you can reach us and we can always forward the questions to her as well. Okay? Thank you.